We'd like to welcome you back to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for November 29th, 2015. Kind of continuing on, uh, we have, just to kind of reiterate some of the things, federal statistics and studies show that blacks are 39 times more likely to commit a violent crime against whites than whites committing a violent crime against blacks. A violent crime, okay? Oprah Winfrey, who Pastor Manning was just talking about, recently said that racism will not disappear until older white Americans die. That's not racist, though. You can't be racist. She can't be. But what she did not mention is the inescapable fact that racism is obviously alive and well in the minds of many black Americans. So predominant is this hatred. Many blacks are convinced that other blacks... Um, are racist. In a recent Rasmussen poll, 31% think most blacks are racist. Is that really honest? <laughs> Regarding what Pastor Manning just said? <laughs> Come on. Really? I don't even, that's not even, that's not even close to the statistics he was quoting, but anyway, um, this goes on to say, as Sean, LaShawn Martin, a black man who attacked an older white man in New York's Union Square, knocking him into a coma that ultimately resulted in death. It was probably one of those knockout games where you just go up to a, a defenseless white person and knock them out. Um, said, I hate white people. Um, and, you know, that's why, and he, and he shows it, and he proves it, you know. Um, now, can you imagine if there was a roving white gang in um, New York that were going around knocking out elderly black people? Imagine that. Do you know the, the headlines? And you know what? That, the thought of that makes me sick. Just like it, would, it makes me sick that they're doing it to elderly white. So I'm not judging them or holding them to a different accountability. I, I mean, that would make me sick. It wouldn't matter who they were. That is just evil and wrong. You know? So then it goes on to say not a word about the racist nature of the attack from Sharpton, Jackson, uh, Winfrey, or Obama, though. No, it doesn't fit the narrative, you know? In other words, the whites kind of deserve this because look at all of the oppression they have caused and all the things they've done over the years. So they're, they're getting their comeuppance. They're just getting what they, what they got coming, and they need to just shut their mouth and take it. That's basically what's implied here. And what is that? That is the racism component that is absolutely alive and well in the black populace that, that Pastor Manning was just referencing. He did it a lot more stern than I am doing it. I mean, he did it a lot more hardcore than, than you know, I am doing it. I mean, way more. And I'm not advocating, what, like, some of the stuff he says. So I said, I don't agree with everything the guy says, but... To drive the point home, here's a black pastor saying this stuff to a black congregation. And it's far more harsh than anything I'm saying. I mean, way more. You know? But I'll still be labeled a racist. And he'll be labeled an Uncle Tom. Okay? But I'm willing to live with that. You know, I know I don't hate black people. I know that I've had tons of friends and tons of listeners that are black over the years. I know I don't have animosity, but this white genocide that is occurring is, is literally coming from the throne of Satan down through the UN, down through the world governments, down through the leaders, down through into, into even local things. And it's permeating its way through Hollywood and it is an agenda and it is real and it is undeniable. And that's what I'm here to show today. Not to show that I'm a racist and I don't like black people. That is not what this is about. Okay, so let's go further here. Um, the established media is reluctant to characterize the attack as racist. Now, let's go to the next one. Police kill more whites than blacks, okay, in America. But minority deaths generate more, obviously, selective outrage, okay, which is hypocrisy. So here we are. This is on the O'Reilly Factor, Fox News, and we're seeing crime in America. Police killings of blacks down 70% in the last 50 years, 70%. That's quite a reduction. In 2012, 123 blacks were killed by police. How many black babies, though, in abortion clinics? Black Lives Matter, remember? 
all of them, well, they're an aborted baby. If it's a baby in the womb of a black woman, it doesn't matter. And I'm not saying that white women don't abort babies or Hispanic women don't, but I'm talking about disproportionately black babies are aborted at a much higher rate. That's a statistical fact. In 2012, 123 blacks were killed by police with a gun. 123 in the whole year of 2012 in America. But every single one of those is going to be front page news wherever it does occur. In 2012, the same year, 326 whites were killed by a police with a gun. Where are the statistics from? Center on Juvenile and Criminal Justice. It was almost triple the amount of white people. Yet whites exist at, a, it still do exist at a higher percentage than blacks. Okay, so they're a higher percentage of the population. You know, and, and they're, 326 were killed with a gun. The whites, 123 Blacks were killed in the same year. But the selective outrage, you know, you would expect to see less blacks killed. I mean, from a demographic standpoint, whites were, were almost triple. So all of this stuff about, you know, it's this disproportionate and all of these things, it doesn't hold up statistically at all. Nobel Prize winning novelist Toni Morrison says she wants to see an officer shoot an un unarmed white teenager in the back before agreeing that the conversation about race is over. Well, I am so glad that's her, her acid test, her line in the sand, her ultimatum. She wants to see an unarmed white teenager shot in the back, basically killed, before agreeing that the conversation about race is over. What kind of wicked devil even thinks this way? But she won't have any repercussion for this because the media doesn't fit the narrative. They're not going to demonize her. That's fine, what she's saying. As long as they're talking about killing a white person, that doesn't come up. That's, that's fine. That is perfectly acceptable and actually a good thing, essentially, but according to media standards. Um, an analysis released last week shows that more white people died at the hands of law enforcement than those of any other race in the last two years. Any other race. Even though, statistically speaking, they're committing crimes at a far lower level. More of them were killed. That was the point I was trying to make earlier. Even as the Justice Department, I mean, from a percentage standpoint, way more or less crime is committed by the average white person than the blacks. And, and I'm sorry, but that's a, that's a statistical fact. Yet triple, almost triple the amount of white people were killed by a gun, by a cop, in 2012. I don't see this massive targeting of black people. I saw this lady on a subway, they were in her, the, she was just talking and she didn't know she was being recorded. It was a black lady yesterday and she was just, I mean, it, I, I couldn't even play it. She was, all she was doing was cussing and, and, uh, and basically letting the white people know that, you know, we're coming for you. And uh, you you kill all of our our, uh, our all the cops kill our black men, and we're 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 just we're biding our time. We're going to be coming for you hardcore, and and uh, all of this injustice that's committed by the cops killing black men. And then I see this statistic, and I'm like, what planet are you living in? What narrative have you bought into? You bought into the Jesse Jackson Sharpton narratives that you know want to demonize all white people and particularly white cops it's just <laughs> it's mind-boggling mind-boggling an analysis re released last week shows that more white people died at the hands of law enforcement than those of any other race in the last two years even as the justice department social justice groups and media coverage focus on black victims of the of police force that's all they focus on that fits their narrative people keep saying we need to have a conversation about race miss morrison this wonderful uh lady said um this need this is the conversation i want to see a cop shoot a white unarmed teenager in the back unarmed white 
said Miss Morrison, who has also won the Pulitzer Prize for her work, which includes bestsellers Beloved and Song of Solomon. Sounds She sounds biblical. Biblical as a day is long, obviously. And then she goes on to say, and I want to see a white man convicted for raping a black woman. When do you see that? I'm being honest here. You don't see that very, very often, but the other way around, you see a whole lot in comparison on a rape scale. I'm just being real. It's true. <laughs> but she wants to see a white man convicted for rape in a black woman. Like, that's going on all of the time, evidently, but it's just not being reported. If that was going on, that'd be front page news. It's like they want to create crimes that white people aren't even really committing. Because it would give her some kind of satisfaction. Well, what kind of sick person thinks that way? I don't want to see black women or white women or oriental women. I don't want to see any woman raped. What kind of sick devil spews the forth this kind of rhetoric? But it's okay because she's black and she can say whatever she wants to about the whites. It's obviously the truth because she gets away with it. Can you imagine if a Pulitzer Prize white guy said this or white woman said this? It's a double standard. It's an unjust scale and balance that God abhors. She says, oh, she says, I want to see a white man convicted for raping a black woman. And then you ask me, is it over? And then I'll say yes. <laughs> Whatever. You demon-possessed vessel of Satan. So I've done many teachings on this. And I'm just going to hit some of the high points on these table of contents. I posted them all here. End time current event mega study, 81915 part three. And again, this is the one I just did recently um, <clears throat> where we talk more about Farrakhan. We're going to actually talk about that again, though, today. Black Muslims need to retaliate, calls for 10,000 black men to retaliate. And they're trying to gin up this, this race war. Um, black mobs beat white man carrying a confederate flag result media silence then another one I did on 8 9 15 well it was the same day um, black mobs routinely terrorize cities across the country but the media and the government are silent read the detailed account of ra rampant racial crime and white girl bleed a lot the return of racial violence to America and how the media ignores it and then my response black listeners rebuke of Scott Johnson and comments white men rule this world Part one and two of that. The second part is in part five of this. And then we talk about federal statistics that show blacks are 39 times more likely to commit a violent crime against whites than vice versa. Virginia, on uh, the United States, black Muslim firefighter incites violence toward police officers, stating we have to start putting them in body bags. Now, listen, I got I have a, a whole, and I can't even, um, I guess I can put it at the end of this. I probably should. Because if anybody still wants further proof, I have a document here that I've been compiling for a few different years. And um, I'm just going to go to that right now. And open this up here. And it's called Black Criminal Crime Stats and um, the Media Silence. And it is a... It's up to 44 pages. Most of it's links. A lot of it is just pure links. Because if, if, I, if I actually posted the body of every one of these reports, it would be two, three, four hundred pages. Okay? And it's on, on black mob violence, black violence against white races primarily, the media silence, the big list of documented racial attacks, assaults, and threats primarily on whites. But see, I'm a racist for even being in possession for even compiling a document like this because these are statistics i need to ignore and i need to be silent about pastor manny's not silent about it he's he goes further than i'm going with some of the stuff he's saying i'm not like i said i mean but it's just report after report i'm going to go ahead and include this in the pdf for today I'm going to make sure I put it at the end. So it's 44 pages. It's an extra 44. If, you, if you're not convinced off what I'm saying, um, 
you can't, it can't be refuted. I mean, it's just literal news reports. It's just stuff that hasn't made it like if it was white on black crime, it hasn't made it into, well, a lot of it has made it into the national spotlight, but it's only like flash in the pan, some of it. And a lot of it is, you know, just reported on in alternative media or on a local level and then it dies, which is where the mainstream media wants it to be dead. So they can suppress this and all of this truth and act as though it doesn't exist. And the white people or the white races are the source of the problem here. So that they can continue to further be demonized. Um, Anyway, I list a whole bunch of teachings I've done here. Um, Black teens murder white baby for the fun of it. Quote, for the fun of it. In Georgia, why didn't the mainstream media cover this? It's a little baby that blew his brains out. Just for the fun of it. I've seen all these racial attacks on white girls and white guys and just black mobs going up to them or two or three black guys and, and, you know, them just being pummeled for no reason. Sometimes they're killed. The knockout game, sucker punching them when they're not even looking. But that's fine. That's fine because they're white. They deserve it. You know? Um... The White Girl Bleed a Lot book, first and only book to document the recent epidemic of black mob violence, more than 500 examples in more than 75 cities, all since 2010. And that was in 2013 that I put this out. So that was only a few years. So, you know, this is what we're dealing with here. Um, Again, I'll just kind of touch on this. We covered this before. Flashback Farrakhan, blacks must rise up and kill whites, calls for 10,000 black men to retaliate. Um... Official government documents refer to white conservative Christians who oppose abortion as potential domestic terrorists. And you're telling me there's not an agenda to go after the white races and classify right, right-wing conservatives and returning vets as extremists. Ideologues have called southern whites monsters and a bigger threat to the country than jihadist Islam. Some media hacks are demanding the entirety of the southern ethnic culture be totally eradicated along with the whites. And you're telling me there's not a white genocide genocide, genocide agenda afoot? <laughs> the, the, the reporter here says, I keep warning about the increasing signs of impending genocide being openly discussed and planned in America against the white races by leftist ideologues of various stripes. I mean, they're literally talking about killing the white race off. And it, and they're going to implement this. I mean, unless God intervenes. This was um, October D- uh, Washington, D.C., October 10th, 2015. The theme of the Million Man March, 20th anniversary, this just happened in October, is here was the theme of this Million Man March. Uh, I think devil Muslim march. Yeah. The theme of it was, it is just us or else, end of quote. It, no, is is just us or else. We want white people gone. <laughs> this, this is their theme. Can you imagine if there was a million white man march and we said it's just us or else? We want black people gone? Can you imagine the media outrage? The black groups rioting in the streets? Al Sharpton and and Jesse Jackson and the Rainbow Coalition? I don't even think it exists anymore, but I'm just saying. Can you imagine? You see the double standard here? But they can get away with it all day long. Then it says, we're not going to play. We're not going to frolic. We're going to kill those we hate. Just us is what we seek. Just us. All other white people dead. The lunatic Muslim madman, Louis Farrakhan. That's, that's who's inciting this. But see, I'm not supposed to say anything about any of this. <laughs> Here we got a picture of a guy, racist mass murderer, 
Omar Thornton, mass murderer who killed nine white uh, people for alleged alleged racism in Connecticut. Did you know about this? And if you don't know, why don't you know? If, if a white had murdered uh, nine blacks, it would have been nonstop news for months. Absolutely it would have been. But see, again, there's the double standard that white people cannot reference or talk about because if they do, they're, uh, they're racist. You know? Now that life is cheap and the government-funded organizations are killing babies by the tens of millions and selling their harvested parts for profit, what does it matter that other undesirables and threats to society are suggested to be eliminated? And that would be whites primarily in this case. Recent headlines read, Virginia bans Confederate flag plates, but not Planned Parenthood plates. And I did a whole study on the Confederate flag, Confederate, that it's not a bad symbol. It doesn't stand for racism in any way, shape, or form. That's all a lie. Everything the mainstream media is feeding you are lies. You can still get your Planned Parenthood plates in Virginia, though, for your car. Display them proudly. Now, I'm not talking to my listeners, but I'm just saying. And then the next report, gay marriage is all about attacking Christianity, says author. So the gays also, they really want, you know, obviously they're targeting it at Christians in general, regardless of your skin color. But gay marriage is all about attacking Christianity. It's just one more way they're attacking the Christian demographic. Gays shop for Christian clerk to target. Gays demand irreversible harm to Christians. The gay agenda is, is its central core is destruction of Christianity and heterosexual culture. Why? Because they don't want to be reminded of their sin. They don't want to be any, have any... You think Sodom and Gomorrah was willing to be open to dialogue when they were so depraved and disgusting that even after they'd been blinded, they groped for Lot's door so they could try to have sex with the, fall, with the angel, not the fallen angel, but the angel that not Lot had taken in, the angels? That's how far gone they were. That's where gay culture always ends up, Sodom and Gomorrah, ultimately. I'm just saying. It's where they ultimately end up. None of this matters to a society that is collapsing into wickedness and evil. The more heinous and the suggested acts, and again, we're, we're talking about total genocide of the white races. That's what's being, that's what Farrakhan's loud and clear is what he's saying. No more whites. They all need to die. We're going to yoke up with the Muslims. The Muslims are going to be happy to yoke up with the black Muslims, the ones coming from the Middle East, and the ones coming from the, um, in the, the prison populace. And it's going to be on. That's what I see coming. Unless God intervenes. I'm just telling you, I'm here as a watchman to warn, and that is what I see coming loud and clear. The more heinous and suggested acts, the more it will be applauded, urged, lobbied, and eventual policies made to enact them. Absolutely. If it's wicked, it is going to be praised and loved and adored and just given sanction to and permitted. Human life is cheap in America now, and the ideologues and unfettered maniacs like Farrakhan and Malik Zula Shabazz get applause for suggesting the wholesale slaughter of the white race and people they have demonized. White policemen today, conservative Christian whites tomorrow. If you take Farrakhan at his word, which you must understand his black Muslim followers do, he is demanding that the federal government do the deed of eradicating white people whom he blames for everything from slavery to the deaths of black children. I mean, you know, I couldn't ask for anything more than for the Lord to rain down his fury on, this, on these wicked devils. Because if God doesn't intervene... And if the fear of God doesn't come upon people, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. So he blames the federal government to do the deed of eradicating white people, whom he blames for everything from slavery to the deaths of black children. 
Even though, my comment, even though he says nothing about the true exterminator of the black race, which is Planned Parenthood. And also the vaccine agenda, and also a lot of other experiments the government has done on the black races over the years where they've targeted. They've done ones on the white races too. The rhetoric is designed to incite action into violence. He is asking for 10,000 black men amidst a million man march on, on uh, October 15, 2015 who are willing to die. Well, that's what, that's what Muslims do. They're going to be with their 72 versions and white-skinned boys, you know, in paradise. <coughs> so this is just called a jihad. This is called an Islamic jihad. 10,000 black men amidst a million-man march on December uh, uh, in Washington, D.C., and this happened October 15, 2015, this year, who are willing to die to kill those whom Farrakhan blames for black issues. There is no mistake in his words here. Retaliation. If the federal government won't intercede in our affairs, then we must rise up and kill those who kill us. 123 were killed in 2012 cops by white cops by uh, or no cops in general by guns 326 white people though but well it's only triple the number of blacks <laughs> retaliation for this if the federal government won't intercede in our affairs so all of this other stuff all of this entitlement mentality all of this racism that Pastor Manning was talking about that has gotten all of these billions of dollars into the black community. That's not enough. That's not enough. And I'm going back to what Pastor Manning just said. That's not enough. If the federal government won't intercede in our affairs, then we must rise up and kill those who kill us. Stalk them and kill them and let them feel the pain of death that we are feeling. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's just listen to a, a brief clip from a Christian brother re regarding this, regarding this quote by Farrakhan. So here's my question for you. He wants blacks to rise up and kill those who kill them if the government will intercede. Let's see who's killing blacks, shall we? In Chicago, in other inner cities, all across Obamaland, black-on-black violence is responsible for the 99 percent of all black deaths 99 percent plus is is all 99 percent plus of all black deaths is blacks killing blacks in the inner cities but no it's the white man that's doing it the white man is actually you know responsible for this this is this is the the disconnect that I just can't wrap my head around. Um, black on black violence. Blacks are killing blacks all across Obama land. Black babies, I've shown you, are killed through abortion. There are more black babies aborted than there are even born in New York City. It's blacks that are killing blacks. So what Farrakhan is saying is what my title says, unfortunately. He's advocating that if the government doesn't intercede, that blacks must rise up and kill blacks. Because the blacks are the ones killing each other. And that's insane. This guy would say, oh no, Paul Kim never said that. You did say that, Louis Farrakhan, because your own words indict you and convict you. It's not my words, it's your words that indict you. So it's time for us to wake up, my friends, and smell the coffee and stop believing the hype. Stop believing all the lies people tell you. Black people, start standing up for yourselves. Understand what's happening and understand who's actually killing you. Yeah, there, there are a tiny minuscule amount of blacks who are killed by police officers, who is this is who actually Farrakhan is trying to to uh, uh, assume is killing most of the blacks. It's a tiny, minuscule part. So I think what he's, the point he's trying to make here is that since blacks are the ones killing them th their own uh, race, they really need to kill each other because they're the true murderers of one another. I think that's the point he's trying to make, but he didn't make that clear here at all. It was very poorly made the way he did it but i kind of get i kind of understand what what he's trying to say here who is in other words who is the true enemy of of the black race as well it's the ones that are uh, they're killing their babies they're killing each other 
So they're the ones that are actually the true enemies of each other, I, I think is the point he's trying to make. Yeah, there are a few blacks killed from other things, but the bottom line is blacks are depopulating blacks. The vast majority of your own race are being killed by your own people. I love black people. I love Asians. I love Hispanics. I love white people. Everybody. I don't want to see anyone murdered and die, but I want you to see the truth. I want you to believe the truth and share the truth because I'm tired of all the lies and I'm tired of all the half-truths and I'm tired of all the media hype that's trying to be pushed and no one wants to push back. Well, I'm going to push back as long as I have time and breath to do it. This is a Christian ministry that I have. Okay, so that he, he makes a point there as well. Okay, and again, you know, I think as a white person, I want it, I, I don't mind doing this at all. But I think it's stronger when I have a black man up there pointing out this as well. Like, it's not just me saying it. It's also black men affirming what I'm saying here. It's just common sense, what we're talking about here. Here's a guy, uh, Jesse lee peterson radio show uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies that's that's his theme okay that's awesome okay he's a black man and he, this is his radio show and here's what he has to say about farrakhan calls on blacks to rise up and kill whites here's what this intelligent black man has to say heard around the world by everybody and their mama the jesse lee peterson radio show on august 3rd uh, Louis Farrakhan posted on Facebook, retaliation. If the federal government won't intercede in our affairs, then we must rise up and kill those who kill us. No, he's not talking about black people who are killing black people, even though there are more black people killing black people on a daily basis than white people would even think of doing to black people. So he said that we must rise up and kill those who kill us. Stalk them and kill them and let them feel the pain of death that we are feeling. Hashtag justice or else. If this is not uh, justice or else or else you're going to have the black Muslim races rising up and doing the killing if the government doesn't start killing off the white man evidently is what's implied here then or else then they're going to do it <laughs> talk about trying to strong arm you know, uh, your agenda into, into position by threats. A call for terrorist attacks in our country by Louis Farrakhan toward whites. I don't know what else is. And if Louis Farrakhan was a white man calling for folks to kill black people exactly you will already be in jail it will be national news Loretta Lynch will have already held 20 press conferences talking about the number of people she's going to send out there to investigate this thank you Barack Hussein Obama would have uh, held 10 press conferences with joy talking about see I told you white people are racist this is a racist society. They want to go out and kill us, hunt us down, but not a peep, not a word from either one of those people. This, this clip is an excerpt from the message that I'm about to play now. I want you to sit quietly, listen to the son of Satan. Listen to someone who is, in my opinion, no different than ISIS. The terrorist, Muslim terrorist people out there, Amen. attackers out there. This call to kill white people didn't happen at a mosque. This message that was sent out by Louis Farrakhan, given out by Louis Farrakhan, happened at a Baptist church. 
men and women, preachers who are supposed to believe in God. They don't. This happened in Miami. They have a Muslim devil in a Baptist pulpit. But as long as the message is unite against the whites, kill the whites, or anything against the whites, and I hate to say that, that seems to be the truth. Just like they voted for Barack Obama. Now, I'm not, now I'm not labeling all black people like this, but evidently this church had no problem with it at all. Just like the people that Pastor Manning talked about, 96 plus percent of all blacks voted for Obama because of the color of the skin, knowing he was a, he was a baby killer, knowing he was a Muslim, it didn't matter as long as he was black. Or as long as he was black and they liked his message. This is some sick stuff. I can't hardly wrap my head around this. And neither can I, a lot of uh, the, these, these wonderful black people up here exposing this. Emmy at Mount Zion Baptist Church. I'm looking for 10,000 in the midst of a million. Listen, listen. This is Farrakhan, this Baptist church. I'm looking for 10,000 in the midst of the million. Ten thousand fearless men. What is he really implying, though? Fearless, the ten thousand fearless. Well, the other, you know, nine hundred ninety thousand will get inspired by the ten, and then they won't be fearless, and then they'll go out and they'll kill the whites wholesale as well. I mean, isn't he implying that the ten thousand are better than the other? 990,000? Yeah, he's, that's, you know, he knows how to manipulate. He's, he's very, very, very good at it. He is an absolute total tool of Satan. Fearless. Who say death is sweeter than continued life under tyranny. Where's the tyranny? He's saying, where's the tyranny? Exactly. Oh, you sick devils. I mean, I'm watching all these people just clap. And a lot more women, black women standing up. And I'm like, what? Can you imagine if a white guy got behind a Baptist pulpit and made this announcement? Are you kidding me? Death is sweeter than to continue to live and bury our children while white folks give the killer Hamburgers. Oh, you mean Death the, the cop? Been watching us slaughter each other to the joy of a 400 year old, and death, death is sweet. Listen how they are applauding and praising the Lord and, and carrying on. Black people are not living under tyranny of white people. It's their own that they've brought upon themselves. Black people are killing more black people than any other white person could ever think of. But he's not talking about that. No, of course not. Louis Farrakhan wants a race war to happen here. Amen. He's an angry, evil man, <laughs> and he's pushing for that. I've said over and over and over again that not all, not all, not all, but most black preachers are not called by God. They're called by their mama. And most black people, as you see in this congregation, and you've seen it over and over again through different stories, are not children of God. Amen. They have not been born again. There's Amen. no way you can be born again and support evil in this manner. I, I couldn't agree more. How, how have these people that are out there clapping for Farrakhan, a Muslim, they call themselves Baptists, how on God's green earth do they think they're saved? Well, what, what kind of warped, sick mentality? Demon literally possession almost. Having their consciences seared with a hot iron. Where, where is the love of Christ or the compassion of Christ? They're over here clapping for this devil? Where's the mercy? Over this perceived um, 
injustice that doesn't even exist. I mean, I just gave you the in 2012 alone, cops killed almost triple the amount of white people, even though they statistically commit far less crimes than black people. But the ones that do get killed are the ones where there are perceived injustice. That's going to be all over the TV. Mission accomplished. And then all of this selective outrage is going to well up and they're going to want to kill, evidently just kill the whites. And they're up there clapping for it. Man, that's sick. That's evil. The Bible says all that hate me love evil. When I see them clapping for Farrakhan, they are 100% showing me they love evil. And they're doing it under a Christian veneer and banner. Well, the Bible says there's going to come a day when those that kill you will think that they're doing God's service. The Bible's very clear. It says that day is coming. And I can see that totally. People killing under the name of Christianity thinking they're doing God's service. And in this case, you got a Muslim in the pulpit of a supposed Christian church. What an abomination. Here is the last soundbite on this. Retaliation is prescribed in matters of the slain. I thought that we're not supposed to take vengeance. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. Isn't that a Christian tenet? But he says, vengeance is prescribed. Where is it prescribed? In the Quran. He's preaching this in a Baptist church. Totally against the word of God, but they don't care because they like the message. That's all that matters. Retaliation is a prescription from God. <laughs> from Satan. To calm the breath of those whose children have been slain. What a fork-tongued lying devil. And the fact that these illiterate, supposed pseudo-Christians don't know anything about what the Word of God says is enough to make me want to vomit. Can you imagine a pastor getting up and preaching this? So if the federal government will not intercede in our affairs, then we must rise up and kill those who kill us. Stop them and kill them and let them feel. All these Christians out there, on their feet now, clapping, Wow. Wow. To a Muslim in the pulpit. Satan must be just laughing like doubled over. So happy and just, man, I can't even imagine how happy he is over this. The pain of death that we are feeling. Standing ovation in the whole big church he's in. It's a big church. Top, the, the, the balcony, everybody's standing. What kind of sick devils are occupying churches nowadays? Now, I don't mean just mean blacks, but even the white churches. I mean, th this is sick. This is so beyond sick. I, I can't even imagine. Standing ovation still. This brings chills to my spirit because I know the nature of most black Americans. They're hateful. They're angry. Most of their black preachers are teaching hatred, not as outwardly or strong as Louis Farrakhan is doing it, but they too are encouraging it. They got to have that race war, and now they got Islam to throw in that pot now. They're all they're gonna unite and it's gonna be white against black and black Muslims and the Hispanics. That's what's coming. Unless God intervenes, and I'm not and I'm saying we should pray about it. We should pray God intervenes. We should God pray God stop it. We should pray for their souls that they get saved. But I'm telling you, if God doesn't intervene, 
that's what's on the agenda. You now have a president who created the environment even worse, talking about Jim Crow times and now. You have an attorney general who is in support of it by being silent uh, on this issue. She hasn't called for or an investigation. She's not sent representatives down to investigate this. All, no reaction is an approval and a validation for angry black people. This is so bad, I can't find the words to say. You have a preacher, so-called preacher, Louis Farrakhan, saying, rise up and kill those who kill us. And he's not talking about blacks who are killing blacks. He's talking about whites. He's talking about white cops. This is a terrorist threat. And if you're a member of Mount Zion Baptist Church down in Miami, Florida, I would run, don't walk, and get out of that church. And thank God he allowed you to get out. I would get out in a hurry. I'll take your phone calls, 888-7. I didn't see anybody that I could see that wasn't standing. I mean, what Bible are they reading? The Satanic Bible? I mean, I, I see that. I'm just speechless. Baptists. Man, I... That is some sad stuff. That I mean, that is just evil, heinous, sad stuff that we just talked about there. So going further, so the question comes up when watching this, when we listen to it, why isn't this hate-mongering, genocidal wannabe Islamic terrorist arrested for terroristic threatening, death threats, incitement, and any and other charges that would certainly be levied against any white Christian conservative talking this way. Why isn't that the case? The black, um, talking this way about, let's say, the blacks or legal aliens or Muslims or abortionists or other clinics. Certainly any white Christian anywhere publicly advocating violence like this would be met with calls for immediate arrest, if not warding a SWAT team. The hypocrisy regarding this issue knows no end. You see, in Obama's America, it's a crime to protest death mills, harvesting baby parts for sale, but it is free speech to incite 10,000 black men to rise up and kill whites, whether they be police or families and people based on color of their skin. The civil society is unraveling. How is it possible to coexist alongside of people who want you and your race dead and demand that their government help them do it? Now, I'm not, like I said, I'm not putting all blacks in that category, okay? But this is what the author is saying. You cannot coexist alongside of people who will vote for those who will make their demands become, making their demands become public policy. Because what is Farrakhan saying? He's saying, basically, you kill the whites government or else, or else we blacks will do it. This is, this is the, the absolute total implied message in what Farrakhan is saying. We can thank his heinous, Barack Obama, like heinous, but it's heinous, Barack Obama the first for creating the conditions that will exacerbate a race war followed by genocide. Yep. Absolutely. Now let's play this clip. Let's see, hear what Putin has to say about white genocide. Now I'm not endorsing Putin, but he makes some points here. And, and um, on the world stage, he seems to be about the only world leader of, of significance that is actually addressing this issue. Please allow me to reiterate. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and put it on mute so you can hear me. I'm, I'm reading what Putin is saying. This is only a 22-second clip. He says, please, please allow me to reiterate there's a serious population problem in the white countries. Every white country, including Russia, has a demographic problem. The birth rates are low. The whites are dying out. Don't you get it? Okay, and that was it. That was all. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's basically just reiterating what I've been stating and that it is an absolute total 
uh, planned by the globalists in order to wipe the white race out. Okay. Eventually they want to wipe all the races out. But for some reason the white race seems to be the one they really seem concerned about the most right now. Okay, then here's another one. Putin talks about the cultural self-preservation of European tradition, religion, and race. Dressed by President Vladimir Putin at the Valdai Forum, September 19, 2013. And again, I'm going to go ahead and mute this because you won't be able to understand anything. I'm just going to go ahead and read what he's saying here. Um, a further challenge or danger for the national national Russian identity is connected to the process says, as we observe outside of Russia, and they include foreign policy, moral, and other concepts aspects. I'm sorry. I'm waiting for the next screen to come up here. We see that many Euro-Atlantic, the West states, have taken the way that they deny or reject their own roots, including their Christian roots, from which the basis of Western, which is the basis of Western civilization. In these countries, the moral basis and any traditional identity are being denied. National, religious, cultural, and even gender identities are being denied or, or relativized, meaning the degradation of. of culture their politics treats a family with many children as equal to a homosexual partner uh judiciously oh, okay now he's going way too quick uh their politics treats a family with many children as equal to a homosexual partnership jurisdictionally and faith in god is equal to faith in satan true it is the excesses and exaggerations of political correctness in these countries indeed leads to serious consideration for the legitimization of parties that promote the propaganda of pedophilia. Absolutely. That's where it's all heading. The people of many Eastern European states are actually ashamed of their religious affiliations and are indeed frightened to speak about them. Pedophilia being legalized is the goal here. Christian holidays and celebrations are abolished or neutrally renamed and one were ashamed of those christian holidays with this and again you know how i feel about the holy days like xmas and ishtar but he's not coming at it from that angle obviously with this method one hides away the deeper moral value of these celebrations And these countries try to force this model onto other countries globally. I am deeply convinced that this is a direct way to degradation and primitization of the culture. This leads to a deeper demographic and moral crisis. What can be a better evidence of the moral crisis of human society in the West than its loss of reproductive function? We're going to talk more about that. And today nearly all developed Western countries cannot survive reproductively, not even with the help of migrants. That's no help. With, without the moral values that are rooted in Christianity and other world religions, without rules and moral values which have formed and been developed over the millennia, people will inevitably lose their capacity for human dignity and become brutes. Brings up a lot of good points. I'm not saying I'm, you know, whatever, but, you know, obviously he's brings up a lot better points than Obama, and we think it is right and natural to defend and preserve these moral Christian values. One has to respect the right of every minority to self-determination, but at the same time, there cannot and must not be any doubt about the rights of the majority, which is what we're seeing here, where these minorities come in, and then all of a sudden, whether it be illegal aliens from, from Mexico and Central America or the, or the Muslim invading hordes from Syria, they come in and they immediately have, you know, a hundred times more rights than the indigenous population that they're invading. I mean, if that's, not, if that's not clearly showing that this is satanic, I don't know what does. Going back to what Putin's saying, at the same time, uh, as this process, as this is a process at a national level in the West, we observe on an international level the attempts to create a unipolar, unified model of the world to relativize and to remove institutions of international right and national sovereignty. Um, Putin is speaking about U.S. imperialism here. Going further, in such a unipolar unified world, there is no place for sovereign states, such as the world needs merely just vassals. 
from a historical perspective, such a unipolar world of the USA would mean the surrender of one's own identity and of God-created diversity. Russia will side with those who defend the point of view that important global decisions have to be made on a collective basis and not in the interest of any one state like the USA or any one group, uh, NATO. NATO's just the one that NATO planes just shot down that Russian fighter. So that's one of the things that Putin has said in the past. Um... Okay, and let's go ahead and let's play this video here. According to research, in order for a culture to maintain itself for more than 25 years, there must be a fertility rate of 2.11 children per family. With anything less, the culture will decline. Historically, no culture has ever reversed a 1.9 fertility rate. Meaning, f per male and female, they need to be bringing forth at least 2.11 children. I obviously can't split children, but there needs to be a more than... When they leave this planet, there needs to be more children than before they got here. If you start to get into a 1.9 decline in society that race will die out no no race has ever recovered from that and again this is this is one of the absolute main ways that they're causing white genocide is people people don't want to bring kids into this world a lot of people just don't want to bring children into this i mean look at all the horrific stuff that we're facing here forced vaccinations and in you know so much of 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 like these things aren't going to even apply to somebody like in Islam, where they'll, they'll take some bogus religious exemption or whatever. I'm not saying they won't be immunized, but I'm saying that they're allowed to get away with so much more, whereas white people, a lot of that demographic is really, really targeted with a lot of the different things that makes them fearful to bring children into the world. Okay, I, I'm just telling you what I've observed. A rate of 1.3, impossible to reverse because it would take 80 to 100 years to correct itself. And there is no economic model that can sustain a culture during that time. In other words, if two sets of parents each have one child, there are half as many children as parents. If those children have one child, then there are one-fourth as many grandchildren as grandparents. If only a million babies are born in 2006, it's hard to have two million adults enter the workforce in 2026. As the population shrinks, so does the culture. As of 2007, the fertility rate in France was 1.8, England 1.6, Greece 1.3, Germany 1.3, Italy 1.2. So in other words, all these races are dying out. They're in the process of dying out. The New World Order knows this. And therefore now they're pre-positioning their satanic troops that are told to go in there, breed, rape, pillage, steal, kill the infidel, um, rape them, breed with their women, and, and bring forth your Islamic armies and your Islamic hordes. Because their race is in decline. Just like it is... In America, with the white races, their race is in decline, they're weakened, now is the time to strike, and this is a big reason they're bringing all of these, these Muslim hordes in right now as well. Spain, 1.1. Across the entire European Union of 31 countries, the fertility is a mere 1.38. Historical research tells us these numbers are impossible to reverse. In a matter of years... Europe, as we know it, will cease to exist. Yet the population... And who's being prepositioned there to fill the void? The massive Muslim devil horde invaders. So, we're literally facing an absolute hellish existence. I mean, I'm just telling you. That's the way it's looking. ...of Europe is not declining. Why? Immigration... Islamic immigration. Of all population growth in Europe since 1990, 90% has been Islamic immigration. France, 1.8 children per family. Muslims, 8.1.
8.1 kids a Muslim family is having in France. And they're probably getting all the government support in the world in order to have those kids, just like the illegal aliens are here and the Muslims are here. They're being encouraged to breed. They're going, it's, and it's a matter of numbers, and this is what the Muslims are saying. It's just a matter of time. Our numbers are greater. You're not having kids. We are. We are going to take you over, and you're going to die. That's the message. In southern France, traditionally one of the most populated church regions in the world, there are now more mosques than churches. 30% of children ages 20 and younger are in more mosques than churches in southern France. 8.1 kids on average per Muslim family. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, this is really, really, really bad. Islamic. In the last thirty percent of the children aged twenty and younger Islamic already in France. Thirty percent. Larger cities such as Nice, Marseille, and Paris. That number has grown to forty-five percent. Oh. By twenty twenty-seven, one in five Frenchmen will be Muslim. In just thirty-nine years, France will be an Islamic republic. Now, I don't think we have 39 years, okay, with the way the world's going with the, you know, the, the Bible and um, the tribulation and the Antichrist and false prophet. But you, you, this is still an important issue, and this is still must be an issue that is extremely near and dear to Satan's cold black heart, is, is all I can think. Because you look at the amount of resources and effort that's being expended toward this end, and um, it's, it's mind-boggling. In the last 30 years, the Muslim population of Great Britain rose from 82,000 to 2.5 million, a 30-fold increase. There are over 1,000 mosques, many of them former churches. In the Netherlands, 50% of all newborns are Muslim, and in only 15 years, half of the population of the Netherlands will be Muslim. In Russia, there are over 23 million Muslims. That's one out of five Russians. 40% of the entire Russian army will be Islamic in just a few short years. Currently in Belgium, 25% of the population and 50% of all newborns are Muslim. The government of Belgium has stated one-third of all European children will be born to Muslim families by 2025, just 17 years away. The German government, the first to talk about this publicly, recently released a statement saying, The fall in the German population can no longer be stopped. Its downward spiral is no longer reversible. It will be a Muslim state by the year 2050. Muammar al-Qaddafi of Libya said, There are signs that Allah will grant victory to Islam in Europe without swords, without guns, without conquest. We don't need terrorists. We don't need homicide bombers. The 50-plus million Muslims in Europe will turn it into a Muslim continent within a few decades. There are currently 52 million Muslims in Europe. The German government said that number is expected to double in the next 20 years to 104 million. Closer to home, the numbers tell a similar story. Right now, Canada's fertility rate is 1.6, nearly a full point below what is required to sustain a culture. And Islam is now the fastest growing religion. Between 2001 and 2006, Canada's population increased by 1.6 million, 1.2 of those immigration. In the United States, the current fertility rate of American citizens is 1.6. With the influx of the Latino nations, the rate increases to 2.11, the bare minimum required to sustain a culture. In 1970, there were 100,000 Muslims in America. Today, there are over 9 million. The world is changing. It's time to wake up. That, that was 2008. I don't even know what the statistic is now.
Three years ago, a meeting of 24 Islamic organizations was held in Chicago. The transcripts of that meeting showed in detail their plans to evangelize America through journalism, politics, education, and more. They said, we must prepare ourselves for the reality that in 30 years, there will be 50 million Muslims living in America. The world that we live in is not the world in which our children and grandchildren will live. The Catholic Church recently reported that Islam has just surpassed their membership numbers. Some studies show that at Islam's current rate of growth, in five to seven years, it will be the dominant religion of the world. As believers, we call upon you to join the effort to share the gospel message with the changing world. This is a call to action. And I don't know how much more serious I could even get than that just one video we just saw there. I mean, that that is so... I mean, it's, I'm just speechless. I'm totally out of time for this part. So I have to end this one and go to part five next. So God bless you.